like there's a couple of characters that you want to think, oh, this person's actually a pretty decent person. Mm-hmm. And then you get through and you realize, oh, wait, they've been really shitty this whole time. I just haven't noticed. Right. <laughs> Man, that's a great segue into this movie. <laughs> it kind of is. Uh... <laughs> Hi, my name's Josh. I'm now employed here in Nashville. Hey. Big changes since last week. Woo. Yeah. I'm Rick Fox. Oh, I- oh. And I'm going to finish the rest of my thing. <laughs> It's late. Give me a break. Hi, I'm Josh. I'm a medical employee here in that. That one doesn't roll off the tongue, but I'm employed here in Nashville, and uh, I'm just a beat cop policing all over the world. I'm Rick Fox. I'm an aspiring author, and I'm going to need some therapy after this. (laughs) I'm Andreas. I'm an analyst here in Nashville, and I'm a machine gun that's mounted on a side cover most. And we're opinionated. currently has a 73 on Rotten Tomatoes. It was directed by Adil L. Arby and Bilal Fala and was produced by Jerry Bruckheimer. You know what kind of movie that's going to be. And it stars Will Smith, Martin Lawrence, Vanessa Hudgens, Joe Pantoliano, and many others. You know, you've kind of outdone yourself with this one, IMDb. The bad boys, Mike Lowry and Marcus Burnett, are back together for one last ride in the highly anticipated Bad Boys for Life. Oh my goodness. Wow, that is the worst description I've ever heard. (laughs) Right? That is terrible. It's literally saying, hey, this movie exists. Every time I think that IMDb's descriptions can sink no lower, they say, oh wait, I've got this (laughs) shovel though. Uh, Well, for our listeners who are just tuning in, uh, this is going to be one of our first impressions episodes. Uh, since Bad Boys for Life just came out, we're not going to be doing any spoilers in the first half of our podcast. We're going to save those for the last half of our podcast, which is going to be after a brief break. So, if you want to hear our thoughts on Bad Boys, so if you want to hear our thoughts on Bad Boys for Life, but you don't want it spoiled for you, don't worry, we're not going to. Um, I'm going to start off by asking uh, what your thoughts are on the Bad Boys franchise, because, Rick, I know that you and I watched the previous Bad Boys movies as part of our Michael Bayhem series. I was going to say, you can just go back and listen to my previous thoughts on the previous Bad Boys movies. But I don't think Andreas was here yet for those. I was not. So, Andreas, do you just, is Bad Boys just your favorite franchise? Do you love this Oh, boy, let me tell you about how I once watched them 15 years ago and completely forgot about them. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm not kidding. I think, like, Bad Boys 2 had come out, like, a year or two previously, and uh, we had Netflix with the uh, DVD delivery system back when that was still a thing. Mm-hmm. Which I think it actually still is. And I got them delivered, and I was bored out of my mind, watched them, and completely forgot about them immediately afterwards. I mean, that sounds like the ideal Bad Boys experience to it, me. It really was, the honestly. You, the sooner they you didn't can get scar it, me. The sooner you can get it out of your head, the quicker, you, the happier you'll be. That feels a little... Okay, that feels a little harsh. I We are talking I about Michael Bay. I don't remember what I rated them when we watched them for Michael Bayhem, but the memory that they've left in my brain is that they're shitty movies, but I had a good time watching them. My memory was I they were incredibly shitty movies that had one or two okay action sequences and also had Martin Lawrence feeling up a dead chick. And so uh, what? I, I do remember that. I don't remember that. I don't remember that scene, but I remember you bitching about it for a long time. It happened. It's a thing. It was, just, it was the punchline for a joke. 
I am not going to ask questions simply because we're here to review Bad Boys 3 and not the previous movies. <laughs> and that feels like a rabbit hole we'd be going right. for a while. So, so it's fair to say that all of us have come to this with a pretty low bar for expectations. Yeah. I had could, no bar. <laughs> yeah, you could say that. I was surprised by how much I enjoyed this movie. Um, there were parts that I throughout the entire movie that I had big problems with and I I think I genuinely like actually facepalmed physically at several points in the movie but at the same time there's other parts of of the film that I was genuinely entertained and I enjoyed and it was a lot of fun and for me the biggest part of that is Martin Lawrence I I really enjoy him in this movie and I think it's because without him in this movie it would feel way too much like the classic, like Michael Bay taking his own like explosions and everything way too seriously. And if this movie took itself seriously like that, then I would I would have a lot more problems with it. But the fact that Martin Lawrence is kind of there, just letting the wind out of the sails in a way that's entertaining for me, like the whole movie got elevated because of it. I kind of feel like that's his entire purpose in this movie. Oh, it honestly. is, and I'm okay with that. Honestly, like he is he is beyond just the everyman. He is some random dude for the most part. Um, you know, so Josh, when you started talking about how much you enjoyed this movie, I was kind of with you, actually. Uh, I, I was, I came out of that theater shocked at how much I enjoyed that movie, except for Martin Lawrence. What? They, really? They kept putting Martin Lawrence in my fun action movie, and he kept stinking up the place with really bad comedy. Like, it's- What are you talking about? Will Smith kept doing weird action in my Martin Lawrence comedy stand-up routine. <laughs> I'm not, you know, honestly, I'm okay with the idea of what they were going for with mm-hmm. Martin Lawrence. But for me, he was just letting the wind out of the sails. He was not being funny while letting the wind out of the sails. A lot of it was humor that I thought was just like not too too low. It just didn't hit for me. It like he well, and, and humor is always subjective for sure. Yeah, but I I think it's safe to say that a, a theme of this movie is getting older and kind of passing on the torch to the next generation. Which I'd agree yeah. with, but the thing is, this that, that's not changing his shtick from the previous movies. He's still just doing the same bumbling, why is he here thing that he's always done. It works better for me in this movie because of that theme, though. Because, I agree. It, because in it, following the same vein of what I said earlier, where you know the movie could have taken itself way too seriously, I think that's encapsulated in Will Smith. Like... He's playing it straight like it's not ridiculous all of the things that are going on around him for a like Miami cop who's mm. going and doing ridiculous things that no cop should be doing. Like if you want to say like spy agency or if we're thinking about like Fast and Furious. I was thinking I, about Fast and Furious I know a you lot hate, during this but, movie. <laughs> but it's that's but like, oh hey, we've brought in like a gang of street criminals to do this stuff for us because they've got the skills. Like, all of those make sense, but a Miami detective doesn't, it doesn't. And so because Will Smith takes himself so seriously, despite doing such ridiculous things, I like that I've got, I like that I've got Martin Lawrence here to react in reasonable ways. Whoa, 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 whoa. Pump the brakes on reasonable. Pump them hard. Because there is no reasonable reactions from Martin Lawrence in this movie. It's just wild, outlandish, I'm a bumbling idiot. Ah! Noises. No, but there's, there's plenty of him being like, Holy shit, what are you doing? Stuff like that. Yeah. I think that's kind of the point. That I think that's why he's so bumbling and outlandish, is to swing it 
hard in the other direction. He like, doesn't swing it hard enough. That's the problem for me. Is that so you want him to be more, more bumbling, bumbling and outlandish? I needed something more than what he's bringing. He is mm. only bringing down the tone for me because honestly, I'm into everything that Will Smith is bringing in this movie. Like, it's not great act. It's not great acting. It's not like a great story. Are, but so you're I'm, talking more about the act, the uh, portrayal, less about the character itself. All of it for Martin okay. Lawrence. Like, all of it's bad. All okay. of it is bad. Um, but the thing is, like, I'm I'm genuinely enjoying the story that they're giving to Will Smith, and I'm mm. enjoying seeing him finally in a a role that I'm enjoying seeing him in again. It's been a long time since I saw a new Will Smith movie, and I was like, yeah, okay, I remember why I liked this guy back in the '90s. <laughs> man, Gemini Man just looks great. <laughs> exactly. There's a lot of those that's been in his careers. A lot of a lot of um, what is it? After Earth, whatever that oh, thing God, was gosh. with his son. Like, I think yeah. the last new movie he's been in, like a new IP that I've actually enjoyed was uh seven pounds i didn't see that and it, it didn't was, look like my kind it of movie, was a fantastic so. movie but not yeah probably not your kind a- of movie. exactly but anyway the i think for me personally why martin lawrence works is that it's kind of it's kind of plays into the everyman stereotype the uh bumbling uh sidekick stereotype that you see in these kinds of movies a lot of the time but at the same time it's a hard left turn from what Will Smith's character is doing in this entire movie, where he's this super serious action uh, character playing out a honestly kind of stereotypical role in these kinds of movies. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. We have the guy who's, you know, driving his minivan and, you know, worried about his, you know... Uh, which, which I don't think is anything new. It's like, not. I, I feel it's like not I've not seen terribly all new. of it before. No. But, but I think it's a dynamic. <laughs> I think it's a dam- dynamic that actually plays credence to what we were talking about before passing on the torch and that this is somebody who has versus somebody who hasn't see this is the thing I don't buy it as passing on the torch because this is no different from the things he was doing in the first two movies. This is the exact same bit. He is not doing this, but now I'm old. It's mm. just the same. I'm a bumbling fool. And the problem for me is not necessarily so much that. It's that I am enjoying the world that 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 Will Smith's character is inhabiting and all that. And they keep trying to bring Martin Lawrence's character into that world as though he has something to, to add to that. And he mm. Doesn't like he is, comic relief? Well, I'm okay. Like if that's what he's there to do, fine. Don't treat him like, oh, I gotta have my partner to do my job because he's oh, yeah. always fucking up everything wherever <laughs> oh, he yeah. goes. No, he, he does is, like two things in this movie. Exactly. And I'm okay with that, honestly. I would be okay, uh, okay with that if it was not treated as though, no, you, Marcus, you are a vital part of my life, and I must have you along on my adventures I, because you will contribute greatly to my success. I, I cannot do this without you, or I will die. I, I understand what you're what you're saying now because I I think I misunderstood what you meant earlier but you're but you're you're saying that when Will Smith the doing all the stunts cop comes up and says Martin Lawrence, my bumbling sidekick. Man, you're the only one I can trust to help me on this super dangerous mission. You're like, why? Exactly, because he is consistently useless and an idiot. Like, okay, I, I, and I'm okay with that. I don't disagree with you on yeah. that. I still enjoy seeing him there because I like his character and I like the levity that he brings throughout the Honestly, movie. Honestly, I just love the absurdity of the two of them together in the first place. Yeah. like that. That's what I'm here for. Now, let's, let's talk about buying certain characters because, man, do I buy the villains in this movie they're good because from the get-go talking talking about uh fast and furious one of the complaints you often have is that man our heroes seem invincible and boy do our heroes not seem invincible in this movie. <laughs> they make that very clear but our villain our villains, does our villain 
does tons of damage and it it's real. And this is R-rated movie, so we can see the blood, which helps a lot. Yeah. It does. It doesn't go over the top at any like you compare it to some like really graphic R-rated movies. There's two moments that I would say there, go over the top, but they're they're appropriately over the top. The villains seem genuinely dangerous, which is something that I've always struggled with in these kind of you know f- Action comedies, yeah, I guess. You, you a lot of times in action movies, you get the power fantasy of the like that your hero is an unstoppable force who is completely invulnerable and will stop at nothing to win. When when the Rock gets his arm shot and then two scenes later flexes the cast off, exactly. It's like God, okay, yeah. I have a hard time believing that our villain, whose main power is flipping cars in that <laughs> Fast and Furious movie, like, I have a hard time believing he's going to do anything. But Especially- in this one. All all of our main villains are like, okay, they're ruthless and deadly, and I would genuinely be worried about either Will Smith or Martin Lawrence going up against either of them. For sure. Like that that is a huge, huge help in this movie. Um I, I particularly like the the main bad guy, because there's mainly a bad guy and a bad girl. Mm-hmm. And they both have really interesting roles to play, I think. But the yeah. the bad guy is awesome like he he is extremely compelling as a bad guy because like you said he it like starts off things doing damage to everyone and everything that that we are kind of uh everything we've been introduced to, to yeah. yeah exactly and then throughout the movie he manages to keep that tone of like no when this guy's around shit is going to get real and it's going to get real fast yeah i do wish we got to see a little bit more of him in action because we do have a couple of really good scenes but there's one scene which we'll probably get into in the spoiler section later that it felt like it, it was more of a montage really of him mm-hmm. and i felt like we could have gotten more excellent action scenes to really show this guy off Man, but they didn't we take hadn't it. spent they... so much time on martin lawrence's bumbling <laughs> all right i don't want to cut any of that out but i do agree <laughs> with andreas that at certain points it seemed like they kind of just hit fast forward and skip to the end it's like no things. i want to see like all of this, why are we doing a montage here? I tend to agree with that, but I also kind of feel like this movie is a little overstuffed. Like, yeah, it, it, it almost a, like it is right on the verge of outstaying its mm. welcome for me. I'm enjoying it through most of the movie, but by the end, I'm like, okay, I'm I'm ready to be done. Mm. I I can feel you there. It's it's interesting because I think part of why it feels overstuffed is because it is for the for the reasons that I like facepalmed throughout the movie is I think the dialogue's really lacking in this movie. Uh eh, I wouldn't say really lacking. There's parts of it that I like. It doesn't like wow me at all, but I think that they are doing a good job of continually moving things forward at a pace that I appreciate. And so story-wise, yeah. I think they move things along fine. But the dialogue for me felt like it was one of two options. It's either, okay, we can have expedition exposition dump or we can have improv from our main guys and they're funny and they're just going to carry a scene. It, it didn't. It didn't feel like there was any thoughtful dialogue written for There was for them. a couple. There, there's one that stood out for me. It's a, almost kind of a monologue with a Joe Pantaleone, which you guys probably remember. Uh, <laughs> I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. It, like, I liked that in that it was kind of deliberately done poorly. Uh, yeah, just that's to what show, he was like, going for. Yeah. yeah like, who, like, who this guy is. Yeah, it's like, this is not a guy who goes up and makes speeches or anything, but right. he's trying to get a story across, there, and there that are kind good, of worked. Yeah, I, I agree. There are good parts throughout it. I, yeah. I just think that on the whole, it's, it's really lacking. Hmm. I think that I'm willing to forgive it because while it is, I would agree, lacking, but I'm... 
I guess I'm probably going to lean a little more into like I'd rather have the exposition around than the the improv scenes. <laughs> but ha- hey, I'm not into them. They're not working for me. I'm not saying the exposition is great, but like, look, man, you gotta give me by the fourth time that they've just looked at each other and they're like, hey, remember, it's bad boys for life. No, that, <laughs> that song, that stuff is awful. That all, stuff is straight. It's up like awful. ten minutes into the movie, and we've had our like fifth one. It's like, good lord, we get it. We're in the movie. Exactly. We know which movie we paid to see. Shut up. <laughs> I do definitely agree Believe with me, that. They reminded me when I How bought it. How many times did they sing the song? Uh, four like or five. four or five. Yeah, solid Good four Lord. or five. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff like that, and that's usually followed by or preceded by a bad improv scene. So I'm not into it at all. Any at any point. No, no, thank you. Let's move on. <laughs> so that's what I mean when I say let's get back to that exposition stuff, which is at least telling me cool things about characters, I not guess. necessarily like good, but. Uh, I don't think exposition is inherently wrong. I think there are good ways and bad ways of giving Mm. exposition. And when you have a character that's like, oh, Will Smith, I I can't be doing that thing you want me to do because I I promised my wife this thing. Don't (laughs) you remember? I promised her this after our last adventure when we did this and that. And then Will Smith's like, oh, shit, man. I'm like, okay, You gonna do me like that? Yeah, exactly. It's like... I don't try and don't try and write exposition that's their improv. Like write better lines for them. Let them have their little riff time where they joke back and forth. <laughs> don't don't write it in their style. I don't know. It's just none of it worked for me. No, yeah, I do we, agree with that. We definitely have both kinds of exposition in here where the type where the person being told something clearly should know it and it's being told for the purpose of telling the audience. Yeah. And then there's the kinds of exposition of, look, these are things that other people need to know in the story. We're going to drop it for them, but also it's there because the audience needs to know it. And, sure. and like, it bugs me like when, like the one you just brought yeah. up where it's uh, telling Mike like, oh, I got, you know, take care of the kid or, you know, we got spa day or something going on. I was like, yeah, we should, we, he clearly knows that this is for us to know. That's just kind of, Bad writing. It's bad writing. But later on, when Will Smith is like, "Oh shit, I've actually got history mm-hmm. with our villain," or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. Right? And, I was fine with and that. And everyone around is like, "Oh, what? Mind blown!" No. Hey, you know, it might make sense for him to explain a little bit of it that of that there. Right? Yeah. And and that's exposition that makes sense. Yeah, that's exposition that's actual dialogue Even if between the story characters. Is kind of stretching a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it's it, okay. The story's stretching a lot, a lot of it. But I do enjoy it, and like I think that a lot of that is on the performance that I get from Will Smith. Again, I'm enjoying the like trashy cop movie that he's in. Like that part <laughs> is all fun to me, and I'm willing to to give the movie like the movie's action is giving me enough adrenaline that I'm willing to go. Okay, yeah, I'll buy into Will Smith's acting mm-hmm. in this scene, and he he does a pretty decent job for a lot of it, I think. Um, but. Again, once we hit, once we get back to Martin Lawrence, every time it's gonna be back on those breaks. My favorite. (laughs) Okay, and there's another reason why he's my favorite, and this isn't a trolling question. I'm asking Mm -hmm. genuinely. Hmm. I know, I know that we're not gonna be able to get into a lot of these details until the spoiler portion. But did you guys like Will Smith's character in this? Because for me, I was not sympathetic towards his character throughout the whole movie. I would say that I actually did like him more and more than I remember liking him in previous movies. And a lot of that is due to the fact that he is put in a position that is very different from, say, a Fast and Furious hero where he is an invincible Superman. I'm enjoying the where, fact where that Where Fast is, and Furious is invincible. Exactly. Not, not Will Smith. Correct, exactly. And and in this movie, he is clearly older. Like they're not they're not pretending that this is a sequel that happens and they are like they have not lost a step since Bad Boys Two. And they the, they even make some jokes addressing like 
oh man, I bet you dye your hair now and yeah, stuff like and, that. Like, exactly. They're, they're way funnier than when I try and imitate them. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Like those the the fact that Will Smith is clearly starting to feel his age and is is showing it in this movie i enjoy that and that gets me a lot more on his side than when he was like young and Mm. just like you know everything worked out smoothly for him because he was young and and at the top of his game i I guess i've got i've got a lot of problems with his character in this movie i'm gonna i'll probably open our spoiler portion with that because there's a lot there's a lot of parts of will smith's character that i don't like and i think because of that it actually pushes me more towards martin lawrence's character where I probably wouldn't ha- find him as endearing or funny if it wasn't in contrast to Will Smith in this movie. Hmm. Not <laughs> not not the actors. I think they do fine playing off of each other in the movie as much as they do in any other bad boys, but <laughs> their characters, uh, you know, with each other. Mm-hmm. I think that's why I root for I don't I don't even know his name. Uh it's he, it's not Mike Lowry, it's uh Mike something Lowry. Burnett. Mike Lowry. Um, <laughs> Something Burnett. Ah. Begins with an M as well. I kept Carol. confusing him. Maurice? Carol Burnett. Marvin? It's not Marvin Burnett. Marcus. Marcus. There we go. See, Marcus Burnett. Mm-hmm. Generic M name. They're all the same. <laughs> I say with my middle name being Michael. There you go. But anyway, uh, so at the beginning of the movie, I could not give two shits about Mike. Yeah. And then, you know, things happen. Did not phase me at all. I was like, okay. Uh, but... By bad the end of hap- bad stuff happens. Antagonists, yeah, yeah antagonists. Things. things do antagonize. Yeah. yeah, antagonize. Antagonists. Antagonize. You got mad that do. I didn't use the right antagonisty things. That's not the words antagonize, Josh. Use on, the right Josh. word. The bad people do antagonisty things. This right. is why you're not on a book podcast anymore. <laughs> anyway, I was totally not like I. I didn't really mind because like one thing, it's being in the movie. Bad stuff's going to yeah, happen. Yeah. It's instigating events. Everything builds off of that, but. It's just like I, I felt no connection to his character whatsoever. Mm-hmm. No interest in his personality. Didn't really seem to be much to uh, care about. Did that change by the end of the movie? A bit. Uh, I definitely saw. I appreciated that there was growth to his character, and they they made fun a little bit of there being uh, growth to his character, but at the same time acknowledged it, and I appreciated that. But by the end of it, he, I mean, he's still, you know, generic action cop movie hero. So, I mean, yeah. like like I've said, I, I was into it. I felt like by the end of the movie, I was much more on his side than I expected to be going in. I, I really enjoyed what he brought to the, to, the, to the movie. And I think that, look, again, I said it like a dozen times throughout the movie, why did we keep getting Mark Lawrence in my fun cop movie? <laughs> and, yeah. and so like, I think that that tells you everything that uh, you need to know about my perspective on it. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and, and work our way toward our spoiler portion. Before we do, uh, would you recommend people going and seeing this movie in theaters? In theaters, honestly, no. Uh, I have no problem like wat- uh, watching this movie for free, but paying for it, eh, I don't think it's worth it. Um, You know what? I'm going to say yes, because I think that you don't, I don't see a lot of really good R-rated action movies out there these days. There's yeah. pretty much the John Wick movies, and that's most of it. And so I appreciate that there's one out there that you know is mostly enjoyable. There's mm-hmm. there's some stuff that I definitely think was dumb, and some stuff I didn't enjoy. But like, I think if Fast and Furious was less PG-13 and <clears throat> had a little more of this edge that this does, yeah, I'd be much more into it. And so yeah, I'm gonna say definitely go out and check it out. I want to I want people to support this. So, yeah, I'm huh. going to give it my recommend. Now I'm thinking of a R-rated Fast and Furious movie and I don't know how that would play out. It would be Violet a lot Lear. of a lot it would be the same movie but a lot more blood. So just like and Vin a lot Diesel, more F-bombs. Vin Diesel <laughs> yeah, definitely that. Vin Diesel just saying 
my fucking family. <laughs> As he like punches the teeth out of some dude. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you literally see the teeth explode out. Exactly. Yeah. I uh, want to see this. Uh, my recommendation is kind of up in the air. Uh, the Bad Boys series is one that a lot of people like and a lot of people couldn't care about. Um, if you like it, I think that you'll find this to be probably the best Bad Boys movie. Um, Easily. Um, yeah. I don't think it's really a contest. Strongest entry. And so if you're a fan of that, if you're a fan of the comedy and of Will Smith doing action things and punching and shooting people, then this is the movie for you and you're going to love it. Um, if you don't really care about Bad Boys and you're just looking for a movie to go see, I think it benefits from... From already knowing that you're that this is your thing, so I I mean I would go and watch it with friends to have a good time because the good parts are good and the bad parts are funny. Um, so yeah, I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll recommend yeah. it. The the only other movie that's out there right now that I'm very well well aware is out is Little Women. So I think that if you if you you know which of would those I two you want to go bad with, Bad Boys or Little Women. I think I'd rather go see Bad Boys. So. Hey, you know, that's my personal choice as well. But I think if you're going to the theater, there's I don't your know, options. You I don't know, know man. I heard taking. Little Women is a pretty good R-rated movie. <laughs> lots of lots of violence in that Little Women Lots movie. of violence in those dances. <laughs> <laughs> you messed up the square dance again? Fucking die. Is that what that movie's about? I don't know. That's what the trailer's <laughs> about. They do a lot of dancing. The, the, what I remember about the trailer is, like, women have it hard in publishing, and that's most of it. I mean... I feel like that was, if it's not true today, because I don't know, I'm not in publishing, it was definitely true back when Little Women came out. Yeah, probably. Anyway, uh, yeah, I recommend going to see it. I think it's fun. Um, You'd have a good time laughing with your buds. Yeah. Uh, We'll be back in just a little bit after we're finished uh, having our little break. Before we go, just a quick reminder that you can support us now on our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash opinionated. We love your support. Uh, even as little as $1 can get you a lot of bonus content, including new episodes that come out uh, every month on our Patreon. Additionally, we're on social media at OpinionCast on Twitter, and you can reach out to us at our email address, opinionatedmoviereviews at gmail.com. Uh, we'll be right back in just a minute to talk about our spoiler-filled thoughts of Bad Boys for Life. In these streets, I never trusted anybody but me. I'm asking you, man. Bad boys. One last time. One last time. I'm the definition of half man, half drugs. Ask the clubs. Bad boy, that's what's up. He tried to do them all. We're not just black, we're cops too. We'll pull ourselves over later. <laughs> it's official. I survived what I've been through. Y'all got drama, the saga continues. You were right about the glasses. I've been telling your ass for a year. He can't be stopped now. Shit, Mike. These are like HD. This bad boy flies. He ain't going nowhere. Fucking the wall. Fucking the wall. Fucking the wall. This bad boy flies. Bad boys, bad boys. What she gonna do? What she gonna do when we come in? Hey, hey, uh-uh. No, no, never. Y'all will never do that again. Yeah, and you fucking up the lyrics, which take a long time to learn. In fact, I want to talk about the reason I don't like Mike in this movie. Let's hear it. Um, I feel like until the very end of this movie where he realizes he has a kid, 
all of his motivations are selfish. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, no. No, for sure. He's an appreciating person. And for someone who's supposed to be a cop, look, ignoring, ignoring when the previous movies came out, there's a lot of dialogue around the police just currently in, in our culture right now. Um, and to have a cop who's just like, fuck the rules, I want my revenge. <laughs> I'm like, dude, it's hard to get behind that behavior. And when mm. Martin Lawrence is like, hey, that's hateful. You should learn to let that go. You're getting old. You should. I'm not saying like don't go after the guy. I'm saying let the professionals handle it. We've got a police force who's going to go after this dude. And he's like, I'm going to put him in a body bag. And it's like, man, I'm having a hard time getting behind Mike Lowry on this one. I would if like the initial thing was not him being shot. But I'm pretty sure that if someone shoots me, I'm going to have some difficult to resolve feelings about difficult it. Difficult to resolve feelings, yes. But if you're a cop and you get shot, as happens to a lot of cops. Fair. That is not like... All right, free ticket to go on your murder spree. <laughs> yeah, except this is a world Go on, where... do all your police brutality. You go mash DJ Khaled's fingers with a meat hammer. You I mean, go for it. Go that... ahead and do that. Like I don't like that guy. So. Yeah, by all means. <laughs> Please do that. I'm glad well, he left just, him handcuffed. <laughs> it just seems like... I, I don't know. It, seem, it seems a little tone deaf in... In every in just like the discourse that's surrounding police work these days, and also just it's really I, I have a hard time getting behind him when Martin Lawrence is like not even as the punchlines of jokes, he's just genuinely speaking a lot of common sense to Will I, Smith. I know he's just being a dumb but like shithead. It is not a dumb shithead to be like, hey, you're old and slow. Let the new kids take over. Yeah, but especially it's not when really the new kids that. keep doing it's his like, job better. The way the impression that I got is Martin Lawrence is going, "I'm old and slow, and I don't want to go with you on your adventure again." No, because he's already established that. It. He's already said, "Look, I'm retired and I'm done." Exactly, and he's trying to tell Mike, "Hey, you should be done too, because I'm done." I don't really think it has that much to do with no, Mike. He... He's not trying to be like Mike. I'm worried about you and the fact that you will die. It's he I definitely don't do says this. that. Yeah, he literally he says. says he that. says it. I don't believe it is Why? the problem because he's an old shithead and I didn't like his character. No, they, they they have both shown genuine care for the other character. They do at certain points, but for most of the movie, the stuff that you're talking about where he's being common sense and stuff is punctuated with him being like, you need to penetrate his heart with your soul and all that stuff. And I hate that crap because yeah, it's so dumb and poorly delivered that stuff and not silly. funny. That stuff that's is That's the silly. problem. If it was right. funny, I'd go along with it. I might buy into it, but because it's not, it just feels out of place and it is taking the wind out of my fun action I'm, movie. I'm not trying to convince you to like change your mind on what you find funny. <laughs> I'm trying to say that Will Smith's character, Mike Lowry, goes way too overboard and it makes it really hard to be on his side I throughout would, this movie. I don't also, understand where you're coming from when I've heard your reviews of Fast and Furious movies where they are constantly doing exactly that. They're not cops! Yeah, they are. They are for most of them. They're the street racing gangsters. Yes, and also undercover cops. And they they are over undercover cops. Like five of them. Emphasis on the undercover part, and that they're expected to do. No, like okay. When Paul Walker was an undercover cop, and we gave him shit for being so easily suckered into the street racing scene. (laughs) We're like, he's a kind of a shitty cop, isn't he? (laughs) That's the first movie. But by the time The Rock is a good guy and helping out our buddies, it's because they're on his side helping him with their undercover 
bullshit because yeah, they're they on the law side. For, no, they no, they're running from the law for like oh the first eight movies. Oh my god! Which is there's only eight. <laughs> and <we're>, no, <laughs> anyway. All regardless. right, we're turning this back around to uh, bad boys. <laughs> we are back to bad boys. So one thing I do want to point out is that the whole penetrating a soul with his heart thing was him trying to delay and wait for ammo to come in. I do want to point that out. Yeah, no, it definitely was. Yeah, it was, was a delaying tactic. But why don't you say, hey, my partner, that we are now back together doing this thing, uh, here's what I'm doing. Because Mike Lowry clearly doesn't like Yeah, he does not that want point. that. And is going to be like, oh, they're on their way? I'm going to extract my information a lot quicker than bing, yeah. bang, boom, bap, bap, bap. I'm a murder cop. Yeah, bang, it was bang, a delaying tactic to stop Mike from doing anything, not to stop the guy who totally looks like John Goodman from doing anything. I would... He totally looks like John he Goodman. Does totally a look younger like John, John Goodman, Goodman but yeah, John he, Goodman. He definitely does. But here's I have the, to look it up. Okay, here's the <laughs> thing, though. I'm not sympathetic to Michael Lowry or to, to Martin Lawrence doing that. That's the thing. Is like I am annoyed by him and his stupid attempts to like humorously get the info out of this guy when it's clearly not going to work. Again, he is bringing nothing to the table in terms of skill, in terms of like actually accomplishing their goal. If he was a bumbling idiot. But like uh, constantly through sheer luck came out of situations with like, hey, I got the thing that we were doing and Mike Lowry was doing his like awesome forceful thing and it not working. I'd go along with you. But because he's just being a fucking dumbass the entire time, it's not fun. It's not funny. No, and I'm not enjoying him getting in the way of He does me. bring something to the table. He is the conscience. And if I'm He's annoyed the by every that does word not last of, very long, though. <laughs> if I'm annoyed by every word coming out of my conscience's head, <laughs> then I'm not going to listen to my conscience, and I'm not going to want it there, and I'm not going to appreciate it when it is stopping me <laughs> from having my fun action movie, which is actually probably a little bit uh, on the nose for the conversation that we've had, where you're like, <laughs> ah, the cops shouldn't do bad things. <laughs> and I think I don't think you can really call yourself a good conscience when a little bit of religious realignment allows you to start shooting people all over again. I also didn't like that, but I did like that no, more I, because he was at least doing. I thought something. it was a funny joke. I it was dumb. yeah, it was it just was a dumb story wise. Yeah, but it was it was, it was a funny joke. It, yeah. it made me take his his parts where he's like, no, I'm gonna be a lot less peaceful. serious, way less seriously. Yeah. Like if he'd stuck to it, and again, come out of the situation somehow. Like Mike Lowry comes in like guns blazing, shooting everyone, but Martin Lawrence is like, no, 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 I got this, and somehow well, stupidly and, comes out with the other well, end of the and they even need. even if. Even if Mike Lowry had been like, look, like if he had gone the full length to be like, look, a little violence now means a lot less, you know, the greater good yeah. kind of thing and mm, try to greater convince. Good. Right. Regardless of your thoughts on that actual argument, um, that at least would have made a lot more sense than him being like, a minigun popped up. That means it from God. And Martin Lawrence would be like, it from God? <laughs> and Mike Lowry's like, yeah, you should shoot it because that's what God would want. He's like, okay, I guess I'll shoot the gun then. I mean, that yeah, is basically obnoxious. the level of, of the conversation. It's and basically how it went. If there had been some other sort of like, they're on, they're like speeding through the streets and Will Smith has to like, pitch him this like philosophical idea to That'd try and change hilarious. his mind i would like, absolutely love that that would actually be genuinely hilarious mm -hmm. especially if they were just <laughs> riffing on it the entire time i could go along with that be like i promised the lord i'd bring no more violence and he's like through your pacifism you are actually enabling violence what do you feel <laughs> about that he's like Oh, the moral dilemma. <laughs> if that man just great. killed the Joker, he'd save hundreds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the to your point but of- But through uh, destroying the Joker, he becomes a monster, Mike Lowry. 
That's only two lives lost versus hundreds. It's a really long street that they're speeding down. They have a they have a long time to really bring the. They managed to find that uh, that (laughs) runway from Fast and Furious. (laughs) One of the bikers rides up beside them. Is like, actually, let me add in this point. You know, Descartes really brings to the table. (laughs) This this that all would be hilarious. Mm -hmm. But that's not what we get. We get the dumbest like, hey, you got a gun now, so God clearly wants you to shoot some motherfuckers. Why would God put a gun near you if he didn't want you to kill people, Martin Lawrence? <laughs> okay, I guess that makes sense then. Uh, but to your point of uh, uh, Martin Lawrence not really doing a whole lot because he keeps failing and bumbling and failing all the time, I actually kind of love that both of them do that. A lot of the time, uh, Mike is going out to get information and he either gets beaten to the punch by ammo or... The guy that they're going for dies. Well, and, yes. okay, and this I, happens a couple of times, yeah. and like his methods yeah. don't work. Well, and I feel They'll like that's the it, Martin Lawrence is failing because he's kind of dumb. Mike Lowry, Will Smith is failing because he's genuinely getting old and he can't keep up, and he doesn't. And he's, he's overconfident. Not, he's overconfident. Mm. He's not using the newest tech, et cetera, et cetera. Like it is genuinely it's, him. It's like, an actual failure as opposed to just him not trying or him just being awful and or him general. just being dumb. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I, I, I just need more give and take between mm. them because if you have. Will Smith failing in those ways, you can that's that gives you room for Martin Lawrence <laughs> to step in and and do something else mm. and show us a different way for okay. that to work. Question: Because at the end of the movie, you know, okay, oh, they've chased it. We we haven't really talked about the bad guy. We will in a minute. But, yeah. you know, they, they they've gone to the bad guy's house in Mexico City, and and it's blowing. The house is blown up because it's a Jerry Bruckheimer film, mm-hmm. and the helicopter crashed through the through the ceiling, and, <laughs> and a stone table exploded. I, for I gotta no say, reason. I love yeah. that exchange. Shoot the rotor. No, shoot the pilot. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, that was that was great. And and Martin Lawrence is oh no, he, he's about to fall off into the fire, and Will Smith is holding on to his hand. He's got to bring him back up, right? How out of place would it feel in this movie if he had slipped out of Will Smith's hands, but like his underwear got caught on the railing, and he's just like, <laughs> oh lord, to be saved by a wedgie? No, no, that feels very have, in place. Yeah, yeah, that would fit. It would, that would go yeah. right like, along with that it. That would have you immediately. There would have been no double take. You'd have been like, yep, that's part of this movie. Yeah, uh-huh. that, that yeah. fits. That goes Not right along with it. Yep. That's that's what Martin Lawrence does in this movie. He uh, he bumbles around, gets wedgies, and uh, and goes, oh no, <laughs> he's. I think, okay, so we definitely had at least one character in The Fast and the Furious whose purpose was to be that guy. He was the dude from the second movie that just stuck around for no reason. Sure. Like, uh, and I feel like this is the problem with this movie is that Tyrese, you've got. Tyrese, I think. Yeah, yeah. it was Tyrese. Yeah, yeah. Tyrese, Tyrese Gibson. Gibson could at least still drive and shoot, though. A, well, he did, but not as well as anyone else, and they all just made fun of him on no, the job no, oh, while they were doing Okay, <laughs> here you go, though. He he was not as good as any of the other amazing street racers. He was still a better s- driver than probably any of us. Oh yeah, for mm. sure. And he's but he was more compelling in that movie because he was competent because he was able to fail. Like it got you more right. on his side. And mm. and the reason that he was funny as the punchline was because he was overconfident. And although he was still good, he was overconfident while being the least good of his crew. Right. Exactly. Right? Whereas. Like, Andreas, I think you probably would be a more effective cop than Martin Lawrence. <laughs> Thank you, I, I mean, guess. literally anyone would be. Give a baby a gun, and that would, and he would be a more effective cop. <laughs> yes. Cop Baby. That's Actually, that's a show I would watch. I would watch Cop Baby. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a character gonna, from Axe Cop. I'm not going to tell you anything, Cop Baby. 
Oh, you never play by the rules. Please stop crying, cop baby. I can't take it anymore. (laughs) All right, Joey Pants. He's the one who got me. Oh, my gosh. I do think the best way to summarize the relationship between these two characters is at the end of the motorcycle sequence when Mike kicks off the sidecar and mont lawrence just kind of bumbles around unable to control anything whatsoever and mike is just doing awesome shit on his motorcycle and then not coming over yeah coming over saving his life a couple times Mm -hmm. and it's not until the very end when uh uh, Martin Lawrence's character just crashes and he rips the machine gun off and starts firing at the helicopter. I did appreciate blindly. that he did that. Like yeah. that, that gave finally him a- accomplishing something in this entire sequence. Right, exactly. That that did help. I, I it, like they just needed to do a little more of mm. that. Like give him just a little more, a reason little to more be there. competence, or like you said, a, a little more like bumblingness. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. like if he had been spinning out in his sidecar and like pulling the trigger and it, it like oh it sh- it shot a barrel that blew up a bad guy in a motorcycle and oh no another stray bullet hit like. A, a container that was hauling logs and the logs fell down over the bad guys. <laughs> that like, or you know what else would have worked really well for me? Okay, so there's a running theme of of uh, Will Smith say, telling him that he needs to put on his glasses and and like when he finally does, he's actually really, really yeah, good. He's actually pretty so confident. What I would like is if they leaned more into the like he's constantly trying to get him to put on his glasses. He's not dumb, he's just blind. <laughs> yeah, they just are trying to get he's con- like Mike is trying constantly trying to get him to put on his glasses so that he will actually fight and be effective and that's part of Martin Lords's character is when he finally decides all right I have now been convinced by <laughs> motorcycle man bringing up Descartes that yeah, like it's the, time for dun, some dun, violence dun. yeah and he pulls out the glasses and just goes crazy and just annihilates a bunch of people <laughs> that would be perfect because then I would know why they brought this useless fuck to Mexico <laughs> uh Let's, I do like how he brought his glasses to Mexico. He was not intending to wear them whatsoever. He forgot that he needed them. Yeah. Right. right. It's a good For the entire had. movie. Uh, anyway. Speaking of Mexico, let's talk about our villains because mm. our, our our the initial villain we see is um Isabella? I think it's I think it's, it's Isabella? A, something like that. It's a Mexican woman in prison who is chanting some voodoo chant. And then, like, kills a bunch of guards and organizes an escape. Yeah, pulls and a Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, very brutal. Yeah, Isabel is. is um, and then we meet her son, who is on the other side of the escape. You know, there to pick her up. Uh, and do you remember her name? Or, sorry, her. Do you remember His. her son's name, Rick? I am trying to look that up, and he is shockingly low on the IMDb cast. And list. yet, one of the uh, the IT guy in Ammo is like right at second billing right? for some reason. It's like, why? I like the guy, but. Really now, and we need to talk about them. We do need to talk about the uh, new side characters. Yes, I think that guy's so high up on there because he's in Vikings right now, and that's really oh, uh, it goes off popularity. Probably no. It's it's Martin Lawrence was in second, which is surprising. <laughs> I mean, Martin Lawrence, uh, his star has somewhat faded over the years. Yeah. Come on, stupid. Anyway, uh, her son. I, I I don't have I don't have his name, but her son. Uh, is also a big bad and he's he's ruthless so he's been operating in miami as a not a cartel runner but like he's got his own little organized crime mm-hmm. thing it's not very clear what his organized yeah. crime is it's except killing good guys except he's just very effective at it because man he he's an excellent assassin and the point where he kills will smith Almost right. He he drives up and shoots him. That was brutal and very yeah. unexpected. I did not see that, that was coming. Not, that was very surprising. I gotta say because because we've had almost the invincible characters mm. up to this point, right? Like sure they might have gotten winged here or there, but we always knew they were gonna do all right. And Will Smith, like I knew they weren't gonna because it's Will Smith and they're yeah. not gonna kill him ten minutes into the movie. But he looked like he could have died right there. His name is Armando. Okay, 
Which, did they actually say that in the movie? I don't know. I don't know that they did. <laughs> I don't remember him being they were Ninja just Mondo. like, my son. And then Will Smith's like, no, he's my son. <laughs> yes. But he is so freaking cool. Mm, like he they, really is. I think the scene that really sold it for me was not the one where he like shoots him on the motorcycle. That one was cool, but was it, it was the like- the scene at the beginning with the knife? It was that the scene was at the beginning with the scene. knife. Like when he goes to town on those guys, I loved that. Because he's getting mm-hmm. double crossed mm-hmm. for a bunch of his money and they've got all these guns trained on him and he just whips out like whatever the the pocket knife that slips around your finger mm-hmm. and he just like guts them yeah like yep. he kills four or five guys in a quick succession the one that is the best is like when he's got the guy and he just repeatedly stabs him in the chest mm-hmm. and like i just it i feels cringed. like a scene out of the raid it really does and they nailed it and i think what i think what i like about that is that he does feel like someone who uh, because he's not the one who does the double crossing, it keeps me kind of on his side. Because like, if he'd done the double cross and been like, "All right, thanks for getting all my money. Now I'm gonna kill all of you," yeah. like that would be that yeah. would make it really he hard to honest. buy. Yeah, it would. Yeah, make it was me... like here, this is your your share of the money. Exactly, and then some. Like he yeah. was paying the guy extra. Yeah, like I there's it's little details like that. A lot of like money he was giving him too. It's a huge from, brick. Keep him from going to the point of like I can't possibly enjoy it when he does eventually like say. You know, I'm 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 gonna be Mike Laurie's son. <laughs> it's still a really weird turn at the end where he's just like, I'm a good guy now, I guess. It is, but I he, the I guy was cool enough that I didn't want to see him die. I don't know if it was so much him deciding he was a good guy so much as a hey, this conversation isn't over. Oh, you've shot me. Because because Mike Lowry's like, you're my son, and your mom's been lying to you. And then he's just like, but they just... have they have set up a lot of tension between her and him. He's done things like the the thing I was talking about in in the deal. He was also very clear that he wasn't going to shoot an innocent when like he was going after uh, Joey Pants. Yeah, like there's there's a lot of little details like that that keep him from going full dark side to me. Yeah, and so I am able to go along with it when we get to the end. I will agree, it, it is a bumpy ride there at the end. It feels strange because the other parts of it. The, the the other things that he's doing seem so violent and he doesn't show any remorse that it just, it feels very it feels it's it's like if you watch a mafia movie mm-hmm. and the, and they like they've got their code right where they're like I'm not going to kill a woman or a kid kind of thing right but they're still being like incredibly brutal yeah. brutal and yeah. horrific oh yeah he does and terrible then, things in and movie. then at the very end to just be like but now I'm a good guy it, it I, is just I think it that's feels too really far. weird I, I don't think it's fair to say that he's suddenly a good guy like I think he realized that things were being withheld from him and wanted to have that uh, conversation with his mother got shot uh, ended up in jail and was like you know I think I did things for the wrong reasons, I mean, and I have a debt to pay. Yeah, I mean, he like seems the, reasonable, but not necessarily like a you know I'm going to fight for the good guys now. The entire reason that he was doing all of this was out of vengeance for the dad that he believed, like the guy that he believed was his dad, and it turns out that his dad is actually the guy that he's been trying to kill. I can yeah, I can go along with that him. being something that would. Um, kind would wreck your entire worldview if you have yeah. spent your entire life basically training for something that you find right. out is a lie. And, and people who's who are incredibly violent and whose worldview has just been shattered are are notorious for turning themselves in and paying their debt to society. Like, a well, good I don't think boy. he really turned himself in. He was shot. Like a yeah. good little boy. I think the things like, I don't think there was really. A, I think things go very different if he doesn't get shot by his mother in that yeah. in that moment. Like, I think he would probably stay on her side. But because she or at shot the very him, least, things not get involved. Well, she, he knew she wasn't shooting at him. 
he clearly was like, oh, he, she's going to shoot Will Smith. I better step in front and take this bullet. He's not like, I didn't get that how impression. could you shoot me? I got more of an impression of turning towards her than jumping in front of him. Yeah, oh, he I think definitely that, stepped in front of that bullet mm, for Will Smith. I think I don't, I don't think so. she he was going to shoot. I didn't. I don't think that he was sure that she was going to shoot. Is the thing. Mm. Um, I didn't get the idea that mm. he was like doing the no father and just like <laughs> yeah. save him oh. thing. I think it was more of a like whoa 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 what the hell did you just say? We need to have a talk right now. Exactly. Sure. Like than than anything. But yeah. I do agree. Like I think the thing is like at that point he's out of the fight. He's basically lost to Will Smith at one point. And then only beat him because Will Smith stopped fighting. Yeah. And then been shot and then dragged out of this place bleeding to death. I just, like I, I think the say, fight's out of him at that point. And if that's not the case, I bet things go very, very different. Hmm. But because that is the way it played out, I'm willing to go along with it. And again, I'm saying go along with it, not I'm totally invested in all of this. I just <laughs> yeah. kind of want this guy to come back if they do another one of these because he's really awesome. And so I'm, yeah, so no, I'm, there's already an IMDb page for Bad Boys 4. Well, yeah. to be fair, there's been that since like this movie was supposed to come out four yeah. years ago. So <laughs> like maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Um, if this does well, probably. Yeah. I do think it helps that Mike did stop trying to fight him. And there's that brief like awkward tension where like, wait, are we not fighting anymore? Right. Between the two of them and... I, I actually really appreciated that. I I thought that was well done, and you don't see that in a lot of fights where people are like, "Are we are we still doing this? Like, yeah. Do we do we have to? I, I mean, I guess so. I'm I'm in if you are. <laughs> Throw away the lightsaber moment. Yeah. So I I liked that. I did not like what was going along with it, which was Martin Lawrence getting stabbed by a piece of glass. <laughs> really, which, you didn't enjoy which that. You would think I would enjoy. <laughs> and, I was not and into it. Not mattering at all because later all. on he like kind of hobbles into screen and uh-huh. and then helps perfectly fine later. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He he did he not seem all about it. nearly off. as damaged as he should have been by that. And so like, <laughs> yeah, you want him at the end of the movie to just be missing three fingers or something. <laughs> exactly. And like, it kind of takes the the threat away from Isabel. Because, again, Martin Lawrence is a moron in this movie, and so her taking him on is like, well, if she can't beat him, like, how dangerous can she really be? Because we've already seen what she did to the, like, prison guards, right? Right. Like, she went nuts We know what happens. She, like, Martin Lawrence should be dead. There's no reason for him to be alive other than character armor, really. Right, for sure. Because we already know she's as deadly as she is, and Mm -hmm. so it just feels weird. Especially since we didn't... He didn't even have like a proper fight or anything. He hit her twice and she fell down and something hit her head. Right. Like it's, this isn't even like him defending himself and you realize like, oh, he's actually, you know, capable and competent as a hand to hand fighter. Which no. He had he been got too luck- early in the scene. In. Yeah. But he had suddenly been like super competent earlier in that scene when the gunfighting started. Yeah. Gunfighting. So, like, he put his glasses on. Yeah, exactly. So he just needed that's what should have happened. She should have like run up and like knocked his glasses like, off. And that's when you know, like, yeah. oh crap, things are going to get real. <laughs> oh, here I go being dumb again. <laughs> oh, no. My glasses of competence plus five. <laughs> no, it's like the it's like the scene in the uh, high school movies where the the frumpy haired nerdy no. girl and they're like take off her glasses and put some makeup on her and she's like oh look at this hottie. Except it's the opposite. It's like Martin Lawrence is the bumbling idiot and then they like tousle his hair and put some glasses on him and he's like he's a cop genius. <laughs> Good lord! Oh. <laughs> Instantly solves seven crimes in his head. <laughs> All right, so uh, how about those uh, those new secondary characters? We got Ammo with uh, three people in the leader. I'm struggling to remember their names. Um, I, I don't remember the names at all. Them. Yeah. We've got Hot Lady in Charge. Right. We've got Super Buff uh, IT Nerd. Right. Who apparently killed a guy with a punch. 
Yeah. <laughs> felt really bad about it. Yep. Yep. Who is also the butt of like any jokes involving therapy because yeah. apparently therapy equal bad. Yeah. Did not care for that bit. Uh, you know, I didn't take it necessarily that way. I I didn't I expect anything why, less. I yeah. do understand why you would. We also have angry Asian young Will Smith, and then who's great? I love oh, back, yeah. I love back talking Asian. I couldn't. I was not big on him. And we also have Vanessa Hudgens, who I buy in her role. Shockingly, as, like as, she did excellent. I was very I, when I first saw her, I was like. Okay, I I get I guess I see where this is going. But once she actually does get into that gunfight with Will Smith in the the like chop shop or whatever they're in, mm. yep. I re, I was like, nope, never mind. I was completely wrong. She is awesome in this, and I want to see I more think, of her. I think fighting. it's just because she like she practiced her choreography to the point where it just fl- it, like it she flew in it absolutely. Yeah. Like, like I was ex- I was expecting like uh, uh just to not really feel it. But when she gets that gun in her hand, I I want mm-hmm. her in every gunfight. When from then on. when I saw her as like the like oh I'm I'm the badass like because she's like five... Michelle Rodriguez character. Yeah, she's like <laughs> but she's like five feet nothing. She's like a like, hundred pounds soaking wet. Like yeah. and she's doing the thing where she's like I'm the badass because I'm cleaning my gun while we. Talk. I thought I thought it was either going to be the Michelle Rodriguez where it's just like. Trying way too oh, hard. I'm just angry and look at me. I'm tough because I'm angry all the time. Or it was going to be like, look at us putting female empowerment and in it, this movie. It wasn't and either. It of those. wasn't either. She was just an awesome character. Definitely. Yeah. It was fantastic. She did and a real great job. She definitely had some of the best uh, gunplay in a couple of the scenes, especially towards the uh, end. For sure. There's a scene where she slides towards the guy, kicks his leg out from under him, basically puts the gun of her uh, machine gun up into his gut and just unloads uh-huh. into it. I was like, that was oh, brutal. God. Was that was great. It was yeah. Brutal. yeah. Like, that guy is... But ugh. you want to talk about individual moments that really sold the character the for me. IT yeah. nerd just taking just out a whole bunch of people pillar. and then and then tackling a pillar to take it down. Yeah, Love that, that was excellent. I have not seen an episode of Vikings, but I'm pretty sure he's in it and I want to watch it just because he is. Mm-hmm. I, I remember seeing that and thinking, this guy could be the next Thor. Yeah, <laughs> actually, yeah, I'd be down for yeah. that. Yeah, okay, yeah. I I really I, I really enjoyed ammo all the way through, especially mm. in the nightclub scene. Yes, um, because the nightclub scene it, it was another. I, I think the nightclub scene was the first one where Will Smith and Martin Lawrence really feel like they're kind of they they definitely feel out of their element, but like they're still on board and working with ammo, right. as opposed to Will Smith being like, I'll pretend like I'm working with them, but really I'm just gonna. Go do Maverick and do my own thing, right? <laughs> it felt like they were working along together, even though they still were not, like, th- they weren't the head honchos in charge like they right. have been in mm. the past two movies. Yeah, right? exactly. I did appreciate that cooperation. And I really liked how, so this is very much a movie about an older generation of cops, and they have to deal with this new generation coming along mm-hmm. with all the new technology. And they don't play to the usual tropes of, oh, this is awful. We can do this all by ourselves. You know, like you're relying on crutches or anything. They actually show that ammo is capable and has this technology for reason and the things they can accomplish. And they learn to rely on it. I do. I agree with that. But I think that a part of why I don't like um, young Will Smith, Asian mm. dude, like I think it's because they have this like really like intense conflict for a lot of it, and it doesn't ever resolve. They're just mm. suddenly like, "Hey, bro, we're cool with each other now." Yeah, Making yeah, we jokes are cool. Aren't each we? Other's mothers and yeah. stuff. Yeah, I just I needed something like a specific event 
mm. for them to decide, okay, we're going to work together now and we're cool. Like, I I understand, I now understand, Mike Lowry, that you are actually badass. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you know what, kid? Uh-huh. You got what I got and I appreciate that. And if we're going to butt heads because we're both arrogant dickheads, that's all right. Like, like we, we really just need like one interaction between them after some operation or something of them resolving this with a couple of quip a uh, couple of quips and lines and right. then move on and then we can have that scene at the end where they're making like these kind of knowing jokes where they're like yeah but we're we're good right exactly i'm talking to... about like text my mom back or something like that was <laughs> yeah. so weird that was that was that's a reverse yo mama joke <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> you fucked my mom wait oh anyway but yeah like sure i, if you actually I liked all of them i think I, I I liked the lady that was that was running the the group, although I feel like she had the least to do. I feel like you she needed something a little more than what she got because she was basically there for sexual tension that goes completely unresolved. Yeah, which you know, I thought she was super hot, and mm, yeah. I, I really like the short hair thing that she's the, got the going movie on. thought and she so, was super hot. <laughs> hey, the movie's right. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but like, I think that they needed to do at least a little more with her. Like they needed, I, well, maybe not more. They needed to be more effective in the way that they used her, because mm. I think that the the thing that she and Will Smith have going on, where there's tension between who's in the lead and who's right in the way that they're taking us down, doesn't get resolved at all. And I think I needed that moment of them like, "Hey, we need and, to figure this out." And there's also like a weirdly introduced romantic tension that Martin, like that Martin Lawrence, just kind of puts there, where he's like, "Hey." You dummy! Why aren't you going for her? Don't you have the hots for her? No, I mean, I, I, I don't think that I was weird at all. I can't believe you you let that uh, one that, get that, away. Yeah, that's the thing is that like these two have had a past, and Mike Lowry is a moron for letting that go. Like it is, it is very clear from the way the movie portrays these characters that like it's unresolved issues in his past that are keeping him from no, 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 I, accepting that he needs to work towards a future. I'm and not, not saying just anything live. against that. I'm saying that it feels like Martin Lawrence is introducing like a weird romantic tension that isn't felt by the other characters at any point. I think, well, no, actually, uh, Vanessa Hudgens comments on, yeah, uh, a at couple one characters point. do actually. Yeah. And I'm she, not saying that, that like it doesn't exist that they used to be together. I'm saying that Mike Lowry and this ca- and, and her, oh, they, they don't chemistry. feel awkward together. They like, they seemed friendly. Mm. They, they didn't feel like there was any romantic it tension like between was... them, except other characters referencing that there should be. It I got felt the, like there was a bit of conflict between them. But that and, was a power struggle, not like a well, romantic not, backstory struggle. Not always. Like when he's uh when she's at his place and she's trying to convince him, you know, you need to let this go and uh you're not up to doing this, look at you still recovering, he's trying to work out. Like that was not so much a power struggle, but there was conflict there of some kind I of I think history. I see I think I, I think I see where both of you're coming from. And I think a part of it is just that she's not well used in the movie. Like oh, agreed. the the what they're she's doing kind of just the mom. Yeah, and, yeah. And what they're, they're they're trying to do with her could work, but I think that it, I think that they needed to lean into that a little more for me to buy her getting the one the the. I think they needed to lean into that a little more for me to buy her getting the kill on the the on Isabel. Like, sure, because that to me is the moment that feels the most like she's being possessive of Will Smith because of the relationship that they had, and I. Like her, she, her being like, "Oh, I'm a kill that chick." Like she full on states that when when oh, yeah. she says something during the the standoff between the two of them. Like I needed more there to justify that. Sure, because there wasn't. I agree, there wasn't so much. There wasn't as much romantic tension as I needed for that to exist. 
Right. If that makes sense. Yeah, Which they, I'm not asking for more because I think it worked fine with them just both like wrestling over being the one in charge. I liked. I find that struggle between Mike Lowry and her much more compelling. Right. Mm. I, I don't. I'm not asking for more romantic tension, but there's scenes in the mm. movie where it feels like. It's a little bland is the thing, yeah, overall. I feel like there could be just one line. I don't know where you'd put it, but between the two of them where she makes some kind of snide comment about uh, uh, whatever they used to have, and that's really all. We need them to acknowledge it together at some point beforehand before we can really buy her being possessive over him or yeah, but other I people. I don't need that. I don't need her being possessive over him. I don't. I you don't think just cut entirely. I need more yeah. of a sense that they want to be back together and something is keeping them apart mm. and it needs to be the way that they don't work together. But I don't want that. I do. You mm. why? <laughs> I want something interesting over something bland. I would like either one, just not how it is right now. Either give me more I, or less. Don't I leave would me this prefer a power struggle that had actual consequences instead of just a slap like on the wrist, too. and then we're just still really good friends and always going to be there at your beck and call whenever you need us. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Random question: Did you get the impression that like ammo had been uh, reinstated at the end of the movie? Uh, no. You mean at the very end? Yeah. Yes. Possibly. I which I, I know sense. she somehow got a promotion, which was the thing that they yeah, were saying. At yeah, the end. she got promoted and captain. Like, which I don't know how. I they don't, yeah, and then they she, essentially went to another country, assassinated a couple of uh, citizens, and then came back. Yeah, but they were criminals. <laughs> and like really bad people. And we're America, and that makes it okay, I mean, apparently. You know, it's not like they were doing it officially. <laughs> Team America World Police. <laughs> hey, I'd... I'd watch that movie actually with these characters. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh man. So, uh, man, the only thing that I have left to talk about is I felt really bad when Joey Pants died. I felt like I, I like Joey. Yeah. 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 He. I I kind of like that he was in very many ways the trope of the like overburdened captain. In a oh yeah. Police detective. And that's who he's been for all three movies. Yeah. But <laughs> he has the lines like it's not literal, but he he definitely has some lines along the line of like. You're really putting a fire under my ass for this. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm out on a limb, and it's more of a twig, and I'm fat and old. <laughs> and just drinking the fucking Pepto-Bismol straight out of the bottle the whole time. Oh, yeah. The hey. entire scene, he's got it with him. Hey, I feel I feel that. <laughs> I understand that. I, and I part of me wants to hope that he just had heartburn that day during a uh, shooting. And he just had it there, and just was like, nope, I'm working into the character. Yeah. <laughs> I, give I, me an ulcer. I was genuinely a little sad when he died. Yeah. yeah. Like. Like, I, I I liked his character, and it seemed to be one of the few people that Mike Lowry respected. Yeah, for and sure. And it was after a good scene with him too. Mm-hmm. I like I I enjoyed him badly telling his little story about. Oh the yeah, two Buddhists. That, so was, that was. I funny. love how Mike even like encouraged him to go along. They can both be Buddhist. Come on, let's get right, this over. Let's, with. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's keep moving. <laughs> and he actually managed to get through to Mike and seemed to be convincing of like, hey, just let's. Uh, let's pull you off this, let it go, let the other people handle it. This right. is going to be fine. Come over to my place and, and order pizza. And that felt like they had history together. Yeah. Because, yeah, oh yeah. because for for a story that shitty <laughs> to get through to Mike Lowry and him to be cool with it, him to be like, nah, I, all right, come on. Like, yeah, right. th- there's a point here. Like, it's clear that he had respect for Joey yeah. Pants. Right. Which <laughs> the story doesn't really merit that. So, no, not so, so much. But. So, and because of that, it feels like, I don't know, the interaction there made it feel like 
Like it, it was just it was really good chemistry between these two people. Yeah. And when he dies immediately afterwards, that makes it much more of a punch in the gut. Exactly. Is it is there to give make it feel like a punch in the gut when he oh, dies. Yeah. But it does so effectively, and so I'm I'm gonna go along with it. And that's yeah. I I really liked it. I wouldn't say it's my favorite part of the movie. My favorite part of the movie has to be Martin Lawrence. And that's not me trolling you, Rick. Uh, just, are you sure? Because I see that bridge you're under. If I had the same movie without his character in it, without his goofy, stupid jokes and his him him making fun of Will Smith for fucking a witch without a rubber. That was like, funny. That was a good one. If we don't have him throughout it, then the movie and Will Smith together take themselves way too seriously, and I can't get on board with it. I need, I need that slapstick. Even though I agree, his character is pretty useless. Um, his character is useless, but him, the actor, brings a lot of levity to the movie that I appreciate. Uh, my least favorite part of the movie is probably the dialogue. Um, I felt like the dialogue all the way through was just kind of top of top of the like skim off the top of the barrel just yeah. like super easy it's like oh you killed my friend and i'm mad at you like that level of dialogue and mm. a lot of it felt lazy or just didn't work for me yeah um but overall i had a fun time um i would probably watch this again with you guys um because it was entertaining it's like i said uh before the spoiler break um the good parts were good and the bad parts were fun so uh, I'd probably give this, uh, you know what? I'll give it three out of five crying nephews. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Andreas? So my least favorite part of this movie, I, you know, for a while I was tempted to put in that it was how often they make the uh, bad boys joke and they start singing a song and uh, title drop and it was obnoxious. <laughs> yeah. it, it happened several times in the movie, but overall I think the thing that, I like the least about it is how little of it actually affected me. I, it's fine. It it's okay. I have very few like real opinions about this movie. It exists. <laughs> <laughs> this movie exists. Yeah, it it has moved me neither positively or negatively. Yeah, and that's honestly a fault of the film. Like if I disliked it more, I could have ragged on it more. Then I could have had a better time. If it was genuinely better and more fun, then I obviously would have had a better time. Uh-huh. So the fact that it just didn't really affect me very much kind of is a point against it. It's mm-hmm. so averaged that it's doesn't stand out in any way and kind of sucks for it. Were you bored? For a lot of it, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was I was bored for over half of the movie, gotcha. I'd say. Yeah. Okay. Like just jokes weren't landing, action scenes uh a lot of them were good, but a lot of them were just kind of eh, sure. so fine. But my favorite part of the movie is the action movie that stood out the most to me the one that really made me stand up and go like oh shit Uh, not literally stand up but uh that would be the motorcycle uh chase scene that was so much fun when uh when they're in like the motorcycle with the the sidecar yeah 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 yeah. man how much more sidekicky than can you get exactly sidecar no it literally sums up their entire relationship Uh uh-huh uh so it was just it was fun at that point. That's when they started like blowing up cars for the hell of it. Yeah. That's when they threw a grenade <laughs> behind them. It was and then... so Michael Bay. They're just driving past like a broken car on a tow truck, and he like shoots it enough that it blows up and flips over the road. But doesn't but even doesn't... flip over enough to like block them. It flips over the main characters. It accomplishes nothing. There's Absolutely no point nothing. to it. Yes. But it was nothing. awesome. Sure. And 
uh, then you get to the point where they throw the grenade behind them, and one of the other motorcycles just kind of picks it up and slings it back in front. That was like, great. That was Loved smooth that. as shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I had a blast with that. That is absolutely the high point of the movie. Uh, but overall, it's still just kind of eh and forgettable. Okay. So I'm going to have to give it... Um... Shit, I forgot my rating. <laughs> uh, two and a half awkward baby holdings out of five. <laughs> you know... You brought up Martin Lawrence's, uh, what, what, how would you feel about this movie if Martin Lawrence wasn't in it? And I can't say that if we had no no one to replace him, that the movie would be better for it. Because he does add something by, through, the, through the attempts at levity there. But he is still my least favorite part of it. Because Aww. so often, instead of like drawing the wind out of the action to give us some comedy, he draws the wind out of the action and gives me crap. So... I'm not. I don't enjoy him for most of the movie. There are points where he is really good. The the banging a witch without a condom joke was really funny. I did laugh at that. I thought mm-hmm. that was good. But there's I, I just... like that whole airplane scene when he, when, oh, when yeah. Will Smith was like when he was like we are gonna go kill some dudes and then or no it was like I'm we going ride to together kill my son. we die together and everyone on the plane just looks at him like excuse me what yeah there's he there's asked some the good guy st- like hey do you want to swap places <laughs> yes yeah. yes absolutely there's some good stuff there and and I I do like that stuff but. For most of the movie, he is just annoying to me. And every time he's on screen, I wish he wasn't. So he is easily my least favorite part. But my favorite part... At least he didn't fondle a corpse in this movie. Hey, (laughs) you know what? He skirted over that low bar. Um, So... uh, (laughs) Threw me off. Okay. My favorite part, though, my favorite part is the villain for sure he's just so yeah. damn cool like they they really met there's a lot of stuff that i like in this movie a lot but he is the thing that i would be the most excited to see more of just because he has a level of fun in those cor- in those fight scenes that he's in that i really appreciate and i really want to see more of so uh yeah my rating is going to be uh three and a half which bangings without a condom <laughs> out of five? Jeez. <laughs> because it's it's just it's gonna a be a movie. witch yeah. banging without three and a half condoms. <laughs> exactly, it's, it's the half condom Jeez. that ends you up with a superpowered awesome son. Oh my gosh! Um, but yeah, no, this movie's a lot of fun, and I enjoyed it a lot. And I went in, and part of that is definitely that I went in with the lowest possible expectations. Like I was expecting to to hate this movie, and it won me over pretty quickly, despite the stupid. Oh, we didn't talk about that. The open scene where they. They're like we're driving to the to the hospital yeah. oh, to see the God. thing. We're being chased by a thousand cops. cops, and then as soon as they park, there's none of these cops. Nobody cares anymore. No apparently. one gives a shit. Like nothing comes. They're of being all those chased cops. by a thousand cops, even though they're and a cops. helicopter. Yeah, and helicopters and like boat cops, and there is no reason for them to stop the chase, but they just do. They disappear out of nowhere, and they run up, and there's like, oh look, a little baby. It's so stupid and so annoying. I'm changing that to my least favorite part. You know what? That's my <laughs> least favorite part. Screw that opening scene. It was dumb. And and cliche and I didn't like it and Martin Lawrence was in it so it still counts Ah. I I have to say I really like how very often we have uh, overlap between our favorite and least favorite things between at least two people and we all gave very different (laughs) ideas we definitely did yeah there was a lot to enjoy in this movie. There was a lot to met about. <laughs> the, the, look, okay, I enjoyed it a lot. Andreas is kind of middle of the yeah. road, and Rick was... I enjoyed it a lot, actually. 
Oh, well, fine. Just screw my whole thing I was doing, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I will agree with the first thing you said, uh, Josh. I rated the highest of all of us. <laughs> this I did know. beat my expectations. I expected to have absolutely no opinion about this movie. I had the opinion. Well, there you go. Yeah. And if you want to be surprised by more of our opinions, <laughs> uh, you can find more of our podcasts on our website, opinionatedpodcast.com. Uh, additionally, uh, feel free to support us if you uh, if you enjoy our episodes on patreon.com slash opinionated uh we always love hearing from you guys when you reach out to us on our social media at opinioncast on twitter or our email address opinionated movie reviews at gmail.com uh as always if you can leave us a rating on itunes spotify or whatever podcasting app you use uh, between that and you sharing us with your friends is the best way we have of getting out to new listeners we always appreciate you guys listening and until next time we're opinionated Really, uh, first like new series I've really gotten into in it's, ages. It's kind of a little bit too Game of Thrones dark for me mm. in that I don't generally like everything sucks and everything's shitty forever and then yeah. bad stuff happens. Like that that kind of book doesn't really do it for me. And at that's least, how it felt at, th- at least through the first bit. At the very least, it's not in the, the same way as Game of Thrones in that it tries to prevent uh, present a typical hero's journey and then just shits all over it it's shooting over from the very beginning it's like yeah no this is just how it is it has yeah. it makes no illusions at all yeah and and they, i really like my hero's journeys i don't yeah. appreciate them being shit on 